Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, uh, back at you again with another podcast episode. Tonight's episode is going to be part two of the Ouija board and my experience. Last time we talked, I talked a little bit about the Ouija boards, and with my next episode, I'm going to go deeper into the origin of Ouija boards. But, as I promised with my last episode, I am going to tell you the second part of what had happened. Now, I remember I told you guys that we had the party at my brother's house, and we used the Ouija board. Crazy things happened, my brother passed out, and we heard noises, and this, that, and the other. So let's fast forward, and I told you guys, again, that I had woke up, went to my basement, used the Ouija board, crazy things happened, I told you about the nightmare that I had. The nightmare where I was in the woods, searching for something. I didn't know what I was looking for, and the tall figure that was all in black with the yellow eyes and the burnt flesh dripping off the arm with the giant claws pointed at me and said you and said life and then rushed towards me I told you that it freaked me out so much that I didn't go to work the next day so we're going to continue on from there now for many years I had had that same nightmare, uh, but in different variations. The woods would be different. It would either be autumn time, or it would be winter time, or it would be summer. But the outcome was still the same. The dark figure would see me, point at me, say, you, life, and rush towards me. And I had a, a pretty, pretty long string of bad luck after that. And it was just like... It was just like it was following me everywhere that I went. Um, I had gotten so many, so many close calls. It's insane. I I was hit by a train. I survived. I was crushed by a industrial robot in a factory that made car parts. I survived. Um, let's see. My health just went downhill. My diabetes got worse and worse and worse. Um, and it was just, it was, it was crazy. And I, I believe it followed me to my house, um, where I lived with my, my, my son's mom and things would happen in the house. And it was crazy. Like I always had a table next to the door where I would put my wallet, my keys and my cigarettes. Cause I smoked at the time and I would always leave them there. That way I knew when I got up in the morning to go to work that I could just grab them and walk out the door. The craziest places I would find this stuff. Um, One day I found the wallet in the microwave, my cigarettes was in the refrigerator, and my keys was behind the toilet in the bathroom. Now, you could chalk this up to, you could say, oh, it was just his son's mom doing this. No, I never told her this story about anything like that that had happened to me. So, it would it was just wild, and they would they would be in random places every day. I always knew when I came home from work and I sat that stuff down that it wasn't going to be there in the morning. I I just knew. Um, so it was never there, and I remember in this house we lived, we were ripping the carpet up, and because the previous owners decided to work on motorcycles and 
let their dogs just pee and poop everywhere and not clean it up. So we're like, you know what, we're going to start out fresh. We're going to rip the carpet up, see what the hardwood looks like, maybe sand it down, refinish it, or just get new carpet. And you got to imagine <clears throat> the smell from this carpet. And we're ripping the carpet up, and all of a sudden it goes from smelling like straight piss and poop and just horrible to flowers roses it was a very it was a very 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 good smell of roses throughout the house now we had all the windows shut we didn't have any air fresheners going i mean we sprayed air freshener but it was just the linen the the linen scent and it was just it was just like fresh roses and i remember in this house some of the craziest stuff would happen cabinets would open and shut um like i said things would come up missing in in different places but the weirdest thing that happened in this house was one night we had went to bed and it wasn't a bad side of town i mean where my first house was it was on the very very bad side of town and i just felt uneasy i was i was laying in bed and, you know, I'm laying there and I'm like, man, I, I just feel like I forgot something. And all of a sudden, a light turned on downstairs. So I'm thinking, you know, crap, somebody's in the house. So I get up and I go down there. Nobody's in the house. But here's the thing. There was a ceiling fan in our uh, dining room. And it had the four lights on it. But only one of the lights were lit up. And it was the one pointing right at the front door. And I had noticed that I didn't lock any of the locks on the door. So I walked over. I locked the locks. And as soon as I locked the locks, the light goes out. I didn't know even how to attempt to explain that. I went upstairs and I had told my son's mother what had happened and she said oh that's just crazy that didn't happen I was like well I just watched it happen so and then the following night I had went to bed early because I had to get up for work early the next day and I heard her yell and run upstairs and I'm like what's wrong (laughs) what's the matter she goes she goes Ed the light keeps turning on and off in the dining room. I said, I said, like, just flickering or is it like shorting out? She goes, no, it is going on and off. And she said she looked on the wall and saw the light switch moving up and down, up and down. Now, you have to remember, she did not believe in any of this stuff at all, period. She didn't like talking about it. She didn't like nothing about it. And she was legitimately scared. So I ran downstairs and I said, you know, continue to turn the light on and off. Nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. And it just, it didn't do it again. But I know that the bad luck just kept coming. Um, My health was declining Uh, at that time. My son's mom and I were splitting and it was just nothing nothing was nothing was going right 
Uh, everything was just going downhill. My car kept my car kept breaking down. You know, this, that, and the other. You could chalk that up to bad luck. I get it. We've all been through it. But the more and more I dove into the paranormal, and I know about this experience with this Ouija board, that it just it couldn't be a coincidence because I had done a lot of research, and you know, it says that if something comes out of that and it sticks to you, then bad things can happen. This, that, and the other. So I, I was very, I was very hesitant, and I just, you know, I didn't know what to do. So this thing continued to follow me, and it just, just kept doing the crazy thing. My health was declining, and my health. Right now in my life, my health is like kinda. It's it's diabetic. It's bad, and things like that. I get it, but at that point in time in my life, it was it was really bad, and it took. It took going to a priest and having this thing. Just I, I asked him. I said, "This is going to sound crazy. I, I want you to remove whatever darkness is, is following me." And he was like, "Oh no!" He's like, "Cool. I got you know. That's no problem. We can do some prayers. We can hit you with some some holy water. This, that, and the other." And when he was doing it, I just I just remember it. I, I felt so sick, and I was very angry, and I I almost stopped it two or three times he said no we got to continue on we got to continue on so he did and I'm glad he did because once he was all finished it just felt like a weight had lifted off of me and of course there's a lot more stuff that I'm not telling you guys about it uh, like some of the bad things that happened I just don't think it needs to be said on here you just got to understand when I tell you it was bad stuff and that's why I'm so I'm so animate about not using Ouija boards, witch boards, spirit boards, whatever you want to call them. They're just, they're no good. They are a doorway into something evil. You know, 10 times out of 10, something bad is going to come out of that. You think you're talking to a loved one. You're not. It is fake. It's it's just, it's it's really something horrible pretending to be your loved one. And it will attach itself to you and just, you know, bad things can happen from it. Um... But that is my whole entire story of the Ouija board, my experience with it, and why I think nobody should ever touch them. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Remember, next podcast, I'm going to dive into the origins of Ouija boards and what they do and how they work. So, if you guys want to check that out, I hope you guys do. You come back next week. Always remember, you can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Paranormal Inc. Ohio, on the group page as well as the business page. We go live every Friday night at 10 p.m. We have a ghost story every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. And, of course, the podcast here on every type of podcasting you can think of at 10 p.m. on Monday nights. So, I love each and every one of you, and I'm glad you all came. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a great night. Thank you.